0: Welcome to another episode of the Stubborn Heroes at Dungeons and Dragons podcast. My name is Adam and I am the Dungeon Master and the Stubborn Heroes we have today are Parker, who plays normally Tyrannus. Hello. And Billy, who plays Benjamin Grimshaw. Oh, hey. Oh, hey.
1: Oh, hey, dear.
0: Oh, hey, dear. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Don't you know. That's not even Ben's accent. So, today is a little bit of a different episode, as we will be doing. Actually, it's not that different, because you've already heard two of them. That's right, this is another origin story. You're p- surprised, you probably thought it was going to be Belgarath's origin story, but we actually didn't have time last time, so now we're re-recording, and we're actually just going to record Billy's instead.
2: Cody doesn't get an origin story.
1: Cody's probably <laughs> sleeping again. Probably. Probably. He doesn't listen to the show anyway, so you can say whatever the fuck you want (laughs) about him. He had no idea.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Honestly. Say, well, say whatever you want about him. Go ahead.
1: No, I'm not going to be that guy.
0: I'll fucking put it in. (laughs) anything. I'll put it in. I'm not going to add anything. (laughs) Ooh. All right. So, we begin. Um, Ben... The Festival of Monsters, as you know, you've all been traveling with them for uh, about two weeks. During that time, we've heard about what some of the other guys have been doing through the last two origin stories, um, what they've been doing in their spare time, also reminiscing about their past. But you were not present during that because Ben has been busy, hasn't he? Yes, he's he has. been he's been busy. In his tent in in his little makeshift lab. And he's not masturbating. No, no. No, he's not a skander. No. He is, uh, instead... What, what has Ben been up to uh, during this time, during his free time?
1: Well, he's been up to a lot. Yeah, I've, uh, branched away from Gunslinger... for. Temporarily, and I uh, gone a little bit deeper into Artificer. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, picked up a few little knickknacks and gadgets that are gonna help me out, such as uh, maybe a turret or so. Mm. But uh, you might hear about that a little bit later. I don't want to spoil too much for you.
0: Yeah. So uh, one night uh, after uh, eating at the camp, it's nighttime. There's sort of a celebration going on, and you see everybody is singing. Some people are playing music. There's a uh, there's a, somehow they have a giant piano there, and somebody's playing some sort of uh, music on that piano. Um, <clears throat> it sounds like uh, what, what's, what's it, Billy? Tell me the first country song that sticks into your head. Go.
1: Achy Breaky Heart is the <laughs> it's, first thing that comes to mind because I hate, fucking hate country songs, and that's the yeah. biggest reason so why. So do
2: I. So yeah. do I. I hate country, and I'm gonna hate doing this.
0: <laughs> so the
1: there's a guy out
0: there on the piano, and he's actually playing Achy Breaky Heart uh, on the, on the piano, and everybody is uh, all there,
1: they're singing back and forth. And there's a celebration going on. Achy Breaky. Heart. Fuck. Billy Ray Cyrus, go fuck yourself! If you're <laughs> listening to this, go fuck yourself. Seriously.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's listening. To us, <laughs> just on the off chance, <laughs> on, on the, the off chance he ever hears this, <laughs> can you imagine? He's like, I was just about to donate
1: five million dollars to them. Don't want it. Go fuck, fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, uh, and, and maybe, maybe one and of your... the stubs will send that message for me to him.
0: And uh, uh, <laughs> and Ben, you're you're just drinking. Uh, you're just drinking whiskey. You're looking out to the fire and you're looking out to celebrations Sort of reminiscing and remembering uh, a time gone by When uh, Tyrannus uh, happens to walk past
3: Hey there, Ben. What are you up to?
1: Oh, not much, man. I'm, uh, I'm going to call it early night tonight, I think. Do some uh, tinkering up.
3: Well, I, I, I don't want to interrupt anything. If, if you're busy, then, you know, you don't want to be involved with us, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just, it, it's not a good night. I just, I got a lot to do.
3: Okay, well, if, if you're thirsty, Belgarath's working on, uh... He's, he's, he's gonna milk something, um, but... I, I, I don't, to be honest, I don't know what's going on, but he, he's, he's preparing some sort of concoction, uh... I, I promised I would try it out. So
1: you're a braver man than I. I'll tell you that.
3: I I don't know why I do these things, honestly. Any, anyways, uh, sorry to disturb you.
1: Right. Have a good night now. Yep. I guess we'll part ways, and Ben will go jerk off in. This, I mean, um, go to a tinker in a tent. Yep.
0: So, Ben, you you go into your tent. The music and merriment is foregone for you now, as you're in the dimly lit uh, sanctuary that is your your small little tent, which is more of a workshop that you just sort of uh, are able to retract and set up again each night as the
1: festival stops and camps. Well, the okay. the first thing I'm going to do is um knowing what might happen or what I'm intending to do I'm going to try and create some kind of um, like a barnacle or bracer that will chain me in place Yep. when uh, something bad happens that I'm not so you're going to make
0: two subsequent rolls with uh, uh, tinkering checks with your deck space. with your Tinkerer's tools.
1: Oh, there we go. I can. That's cool. Wow. I didn't know you could do that. Twenty-five. <laughs> okay.
0: So the first manacle you make it. Uh, the quality is a fifteen. You you don't know the first, but yeah. The first roll was uh,
1: just a Dex check. The second one was.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. An actual. Okay, roll. so that's your first roll. Okay. <clears throat> so twenty-five. Okay, so you make. So you finish up, because you've been working on these for a few weeks, you can't just make them within minutes, so... And yeah. You just sort of lay out the metal plating there, you have a little, like, um, um... God, what's that tool that you use on wires and it just, it spokes, it like burns the wires and stuff to melt them. Like a welding kit? Welding yeah, thing? yeah. So, you just sort of, uh, zap and, uh, and... and and, and work on the this, uh, this one manacle and you lay down the metal plating very carefully and uh, it just sort of and sort of brightens and lights up with uh, the Magitech inside of it.
1: Okay, now roll another one as you work on the other manacle. Every time you just have to select, like you go into it and it says selectability, proficiency, and things like that, and you have to do it every time. It's kind of cool, but you just have to select dexterity. It doesn't Oh, nine. Okay. So you uh,
0: sort of uh, use your tools. You're at your workshop. You just—it's just sort of buzzing and lighting and illuminating on your goggles, and then you, and then it just sort of uh, crackles and shifts, and some of the metals sh- uh, shift and move, and then you lay down the metal plating, and that one is done as well with a quality of nine. Not that you know,
1: but okay. And what do you do with these uh, manacles? Basically, I want it set up so that uh, they can detect the full moon or the presence of the full moon. And just that's when they would activate. Yeah. And that would be why they're
0: lighting up now, because currently tonight is a full moon. Tonight's the night that you've been waiting for. So knowing that the moon is shining down, you just sort of uh, open up your tent and look up at it. The full moon laying upon you, and you look to your workshop table where you see that syringe of the concoction that you've been working on. And within this glowing, within this liquidy, thick viscous concoction, you see suddenly small little specks from the moon dust that you gathered start glowing inside of it. And you know that oh, if you're going to do it, tonight
1: is the night. All right. So I'll attach so the barnacles to, to both my wrists. Yeah, you do so. With and I will and walk over to the Causing syringe, grab it with my metallic hand, and I'll just say, the power of my enemy.
3: Oh, it's, yeah. my vein.
1: it's worth the shot. And I'll inject it into my arm. And you're about to inject it when suddenly
0: you start to shake and your roll. your metal hands start just hold still and you're unable to do it. It's time it keeps ticking. As you your heart starts to race and you can feel your heart pumping, boom 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 boom. boom, boom, boom. Nervousness, fear, regret starts taking over you and you uh, can sell drop broken, the syringe but i can't sell my soul no, i can't sell my soul you uh you just sort of fall back and you just sit on your bed and you just start breathing heavily you're having a panic attack he didn't expect this. So fear isn't something that he's uh, had for a very long time. But for some reason, something here is triggering him.
1: Well, it would be the uh, fear of turning into a monster kind of thing. Like, the, what if I can't actually control this? If Is this the right call? Like, do I, can I do this? Like, yeah. that kind of battle with morality. Yeah.
0: And you look down on the ground The syringe did not shatter or break You have it in a metal casing But it is there Just laying on the ground And as you lay on the bed uh, You then Look down at your um, Stomach And you would see The horrific scars That are in the shape of Claw marks just completely uh, taking up most of your your stomach and chest and that is when you would become lost in memory You remember a time gone
1: by (laughs) Fucking (laughs) Wayne's World flashback
0: We open to a country road You see The vastness Of the Wendigo wilderness In the distance Pine and cedar trees as far as the eye can see Moving up and down the roaring hills This country road that we, we sort of zoom in on Laying there, seemingly dead upon the ground In what looks like a bloody mess Is a younger, more fleshy Benjamin Grimshaw you don't have your metal appendages at this point. You don't have your, your holstered guns. You don't have your large trench coat. You're just wearing simple clothes with um, suspenders. And the one thing you still do have is your cowboy hat. Um, and you're just laying face down in the dirt and there's blood absolutely everywhere and a vulture just sort of lands down next to you and then pecks at your clothing before flying away as the turning and churning of wheels from a carriage moving up the road is heard. The carriage is moving fast pulled by four horses that then come to a slow steady stop before they could run over you. Hold, hold! <laughs> Upon this carriage are two storm glaives holding the reins of the horses, while behind them is a metal caged box that is full of what looks like probably about a dozen prisoners. These storm glaives. We're headed south towards uh, Stormtalon to bring these prisoners to justice. When they happen upon this corpse in the middle of the road, Parker, um, I'm going to ask that you play one of okay. these Stormglaves. Behold, hold, boy! What the fuck is that there? He looks down. What does that look like to you? Uh,
2: looks like we... <laughs> we hold what, on, what accent am I doing here? Um, uh, lo- looks like we got some, some, uh, some vulture food down
0: there. I know, you bloody idiot. What the fuck is it doing in the middle of the road? Well, come on, it ain't gonna move itself. What, you want me to move it? Yes, I want you to move it. Come on! We gotta get these prisoners to Storm Talon by by the morning. All, all right, then. All you had to do was ask nicely. All right. Um, and he's gonna
2: climb down off the carriage and go over to the corpse and kind of uh, he's gonna look for where the legs are amidst the bloody mess and try and yeah. drag it off to the side of the road, I guess.
0: Yeah, you walk up to the corpse and, uh... We'll let this guy roll a investigation check. Eleven. As you slowly start to walk up, you notice that, um... You smell something. It smells like... It smells like cherries. Crushed cherries. But... And you sort of stop for a moment, but, but then you just continue to proceed because you can't put two and two together. So, and you see the legs? Yep. Well, come on then. What's taking so long? Uh, all right. All right. I'm, I'm doing it. Don't worry.
2: And I'm, I'm going to lean over, grab the, the legs. Yep. Start dragging him off to the side of the, the road.
0: He's not very stiff. He must not be dead for very long and you just start dragging.
1: So similar to my like uh, arm blade, I'll have like a hidden blade that kind of springs out but it's not going to be obviously coming out of my arm, it's just going to be an attachment on my arm. So I'll uh, pop out the hidden blade there and uh, hold it to his throat and say I suggest you put me down there, Fran.
0: And he's going to drop the legs and go we got a live one here. And you see the, the commander on the uh, carriage just sort of take out his sword, and he's just like, boy, the tempest! And he starts trying to grab it when suddenly an arrow flies out of the forest and stabs him in the arm. Oh! As suddenly, about a dozen men and women start to slowly walk out of the forest holding crossbows and swords and as they surround this carriage. And the commander's just looking around, and he looks forward at you, Ben. What's the meaning of this? You dare try to rob an
1: emissary of the king? So uh, I'll kind of disarm the one that's me, and I'll kind of push him to one of the gang members. Uh, yeah, he pushes you. Don't, so, don't hurt me. And I'll I'll just walk up to the carriage. Like, you got something I need, there, friend. And I'll just uh, go back and see where exactly. And he, no,
0: well, well, he's like, don't
1: you dare! What's
0: your plan, huh? You kill us, you'll have the whole kingdom after you. Oh. I don't need to kill you. What? That's up to you, really. And he just sort of, the commander sort of narrows his eyes. I recognize you. Yes. You. You lot. You are those reapers we've been hearing about, aren't you? <laughs> Damn.
1: Our reputation does seem to precede us.
0: Well, when I get out of here... I will go to Stormtalon and I will bring a hundred Stormglaves north to hunt you down. As the two, um, as two of your uh, fellow companions, uh, name them, Billy. What two would walk up and sort of, uh, disarm and just sort of tie up the commander?
1: Uh, I'll say, uh, JD. Nickname for, uh, John Daniels. Little J. And, uh, Jackie, for aka Jack Dawson.
0: Yeah, when you see uh, uh, JD and Jack just sort of climb up on top, they're like that's enough out of you commander, and he's like, excuse me and they stick uh, cloth into his mouth and then uh, tie a rope around as well and tie him up JD looks down at you Hey, uh, Grim what should we do with this guy?
1: Well, tie him up put him along the side if he's uh, giving you too much of a hassle, free feel free to kill him, but try not to.
0: And the commander's trying to fight off against him.
1: <laughs> they... that, that goes for the other feller, too. If we have to kill him, we will, but uh, let's try please to avoid don't it. don't kill me.
0: Give oh. me a, a, a female member of the gang. Give me a female name. Catherine. Catherine? You see Tri- uh, Catherine there... Uh, Who is a little bit of an older woman But uh, you've known her your whole life Very prominent member of the gang Maybe
1: maybe her nickname would be like Kat or something
0: And uh, so you see Kat there And she uh, She grabs this um, This Stormglaive Parker Please don't kill me I'll do do whatever you want Oh honey I'm not gonna kill you Don't you worry we're gonna bring you back to camp We're gonna feed you You know, uh, you, we're gonna take good care of you Okay? Oh, oh, that sounds nice, thank you very much Yeah, 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 just give me everything out of your fucking pocket uh, She puts uh, her knife up And <laughs> starts robbing you And just uh, taking <laughs> shit out of your pockets Ah, he's got a nice blade Oh, no Grim not, not me, blade. Grim. <laughs> Grim, he's got a nice blade This thing's gonna be worth a lot Oh, no <laughs>
1: Take everything of value Never said it wouldn't rob you blind We just won't kill you You know the routine cat Take it all Oh thank you kindly Grim You hear
0: him He said take it all Time to get naked boy Starts kicking you Don't don't (laughs) take it all (laughs) Uh. JD then runs up to you Ben here And he tosses you a pair of keys Commander had him Thank you kindly He also said there's another one coming up the road In about ten minutes, we better clear out
1: Roger that Best, uh, hurry up And get a moji on here I'll, uh, go And unlock the cages immediately Yeah, you
0: unlock the cage, and, uh, sure enough You see several fugitives in there, they're wearing Um, they're all, they all have Manacles around their arms and their Feet, as each of them Come out, you see, uh a few other of your gang members come up and start unlocking and or cutting their, their manacles so they can run away, and some of them are coming
1: in, and "Why'd you save me?" So I'll, I'll basically say to everyone like, "You can either flee or you can join me either way." We got about 10 minutes till another patrol comes up, so I suggest we mosey.
0: Right, And you see several of them look at each other And then just scatter And most of them are running away One or two of them uh, decide to stay But uh, most of the dozen are are all gone And then uh, finally emerging You see a face that you recognize Benjamin Arthur Grimshaw It's about time Thought you was gonna let me hang As uh, Marion, your wonderful wife or wife to be, steps out of the uh, caravan. She holds up her manacles to you. I'd uh, unlock him.
1: Oh, Mary, you know I'd never let that happen. Yeah, and then as soon as she's unlocked, she slaps you across the face.
0: It's been it's been weeks, boy.
1: It wasn't easy finding you. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Well, uh,
0: yeah. I guess I guess it was kind of my fault too. You know. I didn't realize
1: King's Road is so well-guided nowadays. Well, we kick up a fuss, people going to be chasing you.
0: Yeah. I should probably stop trying to go after those caravans. You know, this life we live, as you're unlocking her, her, her feet, she's like, this life we live is only temporary. Sorry, it's... Time is fleeting, and, uh... Soon, those who live like us won't be able to exist in civilized society,
1: dear. One day I'll get you that house with that picket fence like I promised.
0: A little bit longer. You promised me a nice richly white house in the hills of Winter Crown, if I'm not mistaken.
1: You know I love the snow. Just gotta do a few more jobs, that's all.
0: And she smiles and then she gives you a quick kiss on the cheek before she uh, grabs your sword from from you and steals it as she kisses you on the cheek and she says let's go and she starts running all right. and then all uh, follow. Yeah. You see the, the your, your gang uh, sort of slaps the horses and lets them <laughs> keep running and then uh, they, they throw the uh, commander off into the into the woods. Cat is there
1: and she's looking at this soldier. Ben, can we keep him? I like him. So Ben will go up and actually release his barnacles and let him go and say, Well, you can join us or you can stay here, but I wouldn't recommend it because they're going to think you're a traitor. So I'd either move or come along.
2: Uh, I, I, oh man. Uh. Well, I, I guess I could, I could join you. <laughs> Is that the accent? I don't even know. Uh, you know, you, 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 you
0: were like British before. <laughs> you, were, okay, you were. like <laughs> <British>. <laughs> Maybe, Who cares? <laughs> I guess. I guess it. I could join you. Uh, 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 I guess I don't really have much of a choice, do I? And then cat cat smiles. She's like, No, you don't, boy, because. If you don't join us, I guess I'm gonna have to take your undies too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's that's all you're wearing at this point. Uh, and I'm covering
2: myself up, even though, you know, <laughs> I'm very, very insecure.
1: <laughs> ben will just kind of walk and start running away at that point. Just like kind of slowly back up and just, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, J- JD
0: shouts Stormglaves ain't coming, they're coming up the road. Marion sticks her head out of the woods. Stop, stop galley-gagging, leggy-gagging. What's what's this word? (laughs) Lolly-gagging? (laughs) Lolly-gagging. Stop googly-gaggling. Stop Stop googly-gaggling, lolly-gagging, let's go. And she starts running, and everybody starts running away from the road now, it's just the commander on the side of the road going, (laughs) and then he spits out the uh, clock, and he's just like, Damn you, Grim Reaper! And you all run into the forest. Eventually, you make it back to camp. Everybody's laughing and cheering from the spoils that they've uh, gotten um, of the things that they were able to rob off of this caravan. Eventually, you all make it back to your encampment. It is uh, in in a mountain ridge sort of between, uh, between the two main roads that, uh, move up north, uh, into the Wendigo Wilderness. The afternoon, uh, sun is just setting on the horizon. You see the large bonfire in the middle of the camp. Okay. You see the la- large bonfire in the middle of the camp. People start cheering and celebrating As uh, as your as your gang returns uh, Safely back And you just hear sort of in the distance Is that Ben? Yeah B- Ben sprung Miriam Oh shit Oh shit And then they all walk up And start giving her hugs She's like yeah 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 Ben sprung me
1: Again Seems to be a trend lately
0: Well somebody has to make sure That justice is served Don't forget Anything we take from these uh, Kingsmen
1: Belongs to the people That's the Life we live by anyway The code Yes the code If Pops taught
0: us anything And then suddenly you hear A voice cut in a deep voice of Pops Otherwise known as Arlo Kilgrave, The man that put this of no good thieves and scoundrels together to try to do some good in this world. The man who taught you the code. If pops taught you anything, what girl? You just hear Ah, pops and uh, Miriam walks up and gives him a big hug. He's a very tall man. Uh, he wears a cowboy hat. He is a black and brown duster with some, uh, with a, with a red shirt and, uh, Red suspenders, and uh, he has a, a he has two small crossbows on each side, holster hand crossbows that he uses uh, when he is in combat. You just here. "I'm Mary," and he and he gives her a, a slight little kiss on the cheek. She's like, "Pops, <sighs> you know, uh, you're gonna get a you. You know, you're eventually gonna get your man killed if you keep getting taken like that." Uh, I know. What are we gonna do with her, Ben?
1: We're just gonna have to chain her up and hold her back ourselves, I guess. Stop her from causing all this trouble. Yeah,
0: Miriam just sort of hits you, and she's like, You better not, boy. You know I'll cut your throat in your sleep. Uh, well, Grizzly and, uh, and, and fish are uh, They they cook some boar and some uh, And some uh, venison they caught tonight So go enjoy that And then she's like And where's Will? She says to Ben
1: Oh I'm sure he's around here somewhat you just some hear, some place. And then you just hear Mom mom As your young
0: son starts running through the camp Will Did daddy spring ya? Yeah he always does Huh
1: Does that make you two even? She's
0: like not even close. She just embraces her son.
1: What perfect role models we are.
0: Yeah. Then Pops is like, (laughs) Ben, if uh, you wouldn't mind, I'd like to have a quick conversation with you. All right.
1: Yeah, Yeah, he'll uh, just go over uh, here. Kind of just motion like, You there. Take care of our new friend. I don't want to see him in his skivvies all day. And then referring to uh, Parker's yeah character <laughs> yeah Miriam
0: says uh, says it's fine we'll take care of him you come with me you you come with me boy we'll get you some something to wear
2: oh, oh thank you thank you oh I'm, I'm freezing here I
0: ain't got no clothes on yeah yeah I think uh, Ben's got some stuff that might fit you let's go. You sort of go off with her And Pops like (laughs) Ban, ban, ban Come on here, boy Yeah,
1: we'll just go over To see Pops Yeah, you two just go off to the side And you see Pops
0: take out a cigar And he just sort of cuts the end he's like (sighs) Raids haven't been good lately Not a lot of Not a lot Of uh, Of loot I think the uh, storm glaives are on to us and he hands you a cigar
1: He'll uh, <clears throat> He'll take it Start cutting at the end That's how you smoke or a actually, cigar He'll just kind of like Bite the end off Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you two just start slowly uh, Dragging back on the cigars <laughs> And he looks at the camp And then he looks over and he's just like we're going to have to move again soon I think they're honing in on us And you spring and marry them When I told you not to Is not going to help
1: oh, Come on now, Pops You knew that was going to happen Yes, <clears throat>
0: but it has to happen When I say it happens This is our way You
1: know that If we missed that opportunity, she'd be gone. She wouldn't. You know I would never let her meet the noose.
0: She was never going to hang. She would have just been in prison for a few more weeks. while we could gather up our our belongings and get some loot before leaving here. But now, now they're going to be on us within a few days.
1: It's a risk I couldn't take, Pops. You know that not with our reputation getting as big as it is.
0: Pops just sort of glares at you and then... I hmm. suppose so. Sometimes it feels like the way I taught you all is
1: being forgotten, though. <laughs> Gotta adapt with the times. Otherwise, you get caught. Hmm. Then you get old Then
0: you get fat And then you get slow And then you get dead (sighs) Well, listen, I'm gonna be taking Kat and JD out We got uh, some errands to run So I need you to look after the camp, okay?
1: You got it.
0: Yeah.
1: Looks like good.
0: So, just, uh, it's time to celebrate. I'll make sure if you are on guard, but, uh, as long as you feel like you, uh, got away from those storm glaives and nobody followed you, then shouldn't have any trouble this evening, but tomorrow we're all gonna have a nice long talk about making sure we follow the code and that you listen to me more.
1: Well, maybe it's time we updated the code. Pops sort of gives you a glare
0: He's like Yeah, maybe it is (laughs) Anyways, he pats you on the back Benny boy Go see your boy Go see your wife Alright Go enjoy the evening I'll see you tomorrow And then uh, he just sort of uh, Throws his cigar down He starts walking into the camp this big burly man, and then he's just like, "Cat, JD, you're with me." Ben will just kind of like tip his hat. Yeah, roll, tip, walk away. Roll a uh, <coughs> roll a quick perception check. All right. As JD approaches uh, with um, with Pops's white stallion, knowingly, as if he knew he was ready to leave. 19 you'd notice that cat um, and jd seem to have a lot of bags on their horses uh more than what would normally be needed it seems like they've packed up all their stuff and then pops like gets up onto a stallion
1: all right well you a lot of yep a lot of baggage there for a little trip
0: Kat just sort of smiles down at you and she's like, Oh, oh Ben, don't think anything of it. We're just, uh, well, we're, we're probably just going for a day or two and then we'll be back. That's all. And JD's like, yeah, Ben, just enjoy the night. Pops looks around. He's just like, all right, JD and Kat and I will be back. Uh, we should be back Tomorrow. But, uh, if we are kept a few extra days... Then, uh... Just hold tight. We'll be back eventually. And then he nods, Ben. Pops. Hi-yah! And And had three of them take off. And he's just... Take off into the night. The music is filling the air. The celebration, the drunks, the sounds of sex and uh, and uh, and celebration fill the air um, in some of the tents. What kind of camp is this? <laughs> in some of the tents as you walk by. Uh, fornication. And uh, yeah. Fornic-
1: fornication camp?
0: And eventually you make it back to uh, uh, Miriam and uh, and Will. Uh, and M- M- Miriam has dressed this storm glaive. And what's your name? My my name's Reggie. Well, Reggie, I think you're looking like a fine outlaw now. They're they're a little bit big on me. He's a tall fella. But, uh, yeah, I think it'll work. What do you think, (coughs) man?
1: We got a new outlaw here? Not too shabby, not too shabby. We'll just have to show him the ropes. I'm so happy he didn't cut your throat. (laughs) Go ahead. Me too am quite, quite happy about it <laughs> You know I only do that As a last resort <laughs> Unless I'm angry Of course I wasn't angry today though So you're lucky. Well,
0: well we all, all have something to be thankful for Then I guess Yep And, uh, and then uh, Miriam just Sort of takes uh, Reggie's hand and Says well come on Reggie we, we we gotta celebrate my spring from the from the storm glaives. Let's go and Will's like, yeah, let's go. And uh, Reggie and uh, and Miriam go out to celebrate. And Ben, you're alone with Will for a moment.
1: And uh <clears throat> He's like, Oh, I'm tired. Oh, just kind of looked down to him, like rub his head, and, like, you know why I get so lucky on my jobs there, don't you? Why? Then he'll take us out. This here hat is magical. <gasps> it has a enchantment on it. Magic? Yeah. No way. So anyone wearing this hat here is protected from any danger. Uh, I want you to have it, and he'll, he'll put it on and said.
2: <gasps>
0: and he puts it on. It just it doesn't fully fit his head, but uh, it goes uh, just above his like pretty much at his eyebrows. He's just like I'm invincible, and he starts running around in circles. Yeah. Thanks,
1: Pa. Don't mention it. Why don't you go uh, catch up to your mother there?
0: I will. Then Will runs out to go join the celebrations.
1: Then I'll, I'll go to the celebrations for maybe like an hour or so, like have a, a drink or two with the Yeah, and you do so. The group you all have a, a a
0: real blast. This is uh just like old times. These are the best of times. This is a memory that you cherish very much where you enjoy this celebration of uh of with with music playing everybody's just drunkenly singing together uh little will tries a little bit of beer and then starts spitting it up your newcomer reggie starts uh starts sort of getting into it getting drunk a bit and dancing and uh
1: everybody's having a good time and then uh, i imagine like as the party's going on maybe someone comes up and kind of me on the shoulder, like, all right, it's your watch. Or, so it's like something along those lines, and then he'll go like to the edge of camp and yeah, keep you, an eye out. So you
0: sort of uh, uh, sneak away from the rest of the party, uh, Miriam and Will, and they don't seem to really notice that you've, you've left. Um, and uh, it's completely nighttime now. The skies are so, so clear. The stars are just filling up the empty spaces as uh you go to the side of camp and sit down on you just see like a barrel there and you look up to the night sky you look on the horizon um there's a cascade and flurry of cosmic colors swashing like almost like a painting as uh as this far north you sort of get these shimmering lights from the stars it's uh, seen much e- much more easily when you're up north here and you just take a deep breath <sighs> care if I join you Miriam says as she walks up holding a bottle of whiskey and shakes it Not at all She <laughs> sneaks up beside you On on the barrel And she s- sits on your lap And just sort of lays against you As she takes a swig And then hands you the whiskey
1: It will also take a swig
0: She looks up
1: What are you thinking about? Just living in the moment Thing about how good life is right now.
0: You've been, uh, you've been talking in your sleep lately. and having some dreams. What about? Mostly you're sh- screaming or you're screaming out my name or Will's name. You worried about something? Just a feel it. I've been having strange dreams, too. She looks out to the sky. You know, sometimes I, I dream of the ocean, at least what I think it looks like. You know, I've never actually seen it, the sea, the water, yet I dream of it. How do you think you're able to dream about things you would never seen before?
1: The mind is a powerful thing. Well,
0: I dream I'm in the waves, moving back and forth. My heart's racing. I'm so scared. But I'm also at peace. Like all my worries, you, Will, Pops, everyone... None of it matters I can't help or change it Just The ocean's in charge And I'm powerless to stop it
1: <sighs> Strange times It's just a dream I wouldn't worry too much about it Yeah Yeah Everything's
0: temporary, Ben, but I think if we hold on to our dreams, then maybe one day we can live that life, you know? Did you fart? Benjamin Arthur Grimshaw, did you just fart while you were holding me? That's not me.
1: You know it was me. You know that.
0: Ben, you, you also smell what smells like rot and sulfur. Like just rotten eggs almost. <clears throat> well, if that's not you, then what? Oh, what in the I, heavens I sm- is that gasless smell?
1: I smell it, too. It's, it's awful.
0: You look up to the night sky and you would see that the moon has gone Blood red. It's not good. The
1: blood moon? I've never uh, seen I it th- before. Pops told me the blood moon wasn't for a few weeks yet.
0: Well, I guess he was wrong. Gosh, we better go get some crossbows and. Just in case, I hear that uh, some of the animals can go a bit crazy when suddenly there's this gust of just wind that moves through the encampment. All of the fires throughout the camp all go out. And this cascading shadow you see just looming in the distance Arcing and there's a seems to be some sort of dark energy just zapping like lightning, yellow lightning within as this dark shadow slowly starts descending down the mountainside. What the fuck is that?
1: We gotta get the hell out of here. So I'll uh Immediately uh, start heading back to the camp And
0: you start running in Some people are looking uneasy Most people are drunk though They're just like what the fuck is going on oh, yeah. And then you see Will there with Reggie And uh Re- Reggie just like brings Will up to you ah, ah What the hell's going on
1: Reggie Look out for my boy I gotta get the camp ready Something's coming
0: uh, no problem. No problem. Yeah, saw it coming down the mountain looks looks mighty frightening. Marion walks up and she's like, "Will, you're gonna stay with Reggie for now, okay? We'll come get you after." She says as she's starts uh, just getting ready, and she, you know, she's a sword and
1: gets a crossbow ready. And I I, I I assume there'd be like some kind of like a alarm system or like a bell or something I'd go up and like start ringing the bell, like so just like.
0: Yep, yeah, you start just ding, 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 ding. And uh, several people start coming up. Most of the encampment, though, unfortunately, is drunk. And uh, many of them start just like lurching out. But what's going on? And um, uh, Jackie, who helped you with the commander uh, earlier, what the hell's going on? <laughs> All the fire's gone out. <laughs> it's dark in camp. And you see and he, he has a, uh, a torch with him. And he's trying, awesome. he's trying to light the torch, but every time the flame goes on, it just dies out immediately. Jackie, lock it
1: down. Something's coming.
0: You'd all hear a rumble and a roar as suddenly what looks like a dark black cloud starts um, moving across the sky as if it's enveloping over your camp like a dome the only thing that you can see through the dark black clouds with the yellow lightning is the circular red blood moon Will do it's not scary at all and Miriam turns to you Ben, no matter what happens we have to get Will out of here
1: You, you go to him I'll take care of this thing.
0: Yeah, so there, you're now surrounded by uh, about two dozen of your fellow uh, uh, people. You hear screams from, from those who are not fighters as they're running into their into their tents, just hoping that it will protect them as this uh, dark storm seems to be brewing. And then you, you all ready your crossbows. Where, where do you go, to the edge of camp? Towards where the storm's coming from. Yeah. And you're all yes, lined guess. up there at the edge of the camp. And it's quiet. As the storm suddenly, as it's moving across the sky, just come down immediately. And then starts rolling these clouds, start rolling towards you. And then they stop about 20 feet from the camp. And now it's just like this wall of shadow.
1: I'd run to Get my guns on the way to the, like the edge of the camp
0: Yeah, you go into this old box You flip it open And you take out these two old pistols That only have a few bullets You've rarely ever fired them before but
1: And they, they wouldn't I'm just going to point out They wouldn't
0: be silver rounds Because I've never encountered any. No, like no, before, no so. so, and then you run quickly to the edge of camp And you see Jackie there And he's sort of plugging his nose He's like, oh, oh Ugh, and his eyes are watering. Everybody's eyes are watering just from the the pure, reeking stench that is coming from this uh, from this cloud. It's just it's just magic, man. I've never seen magic before.
1: I don't know what this is, but we got to be ready for anything.
0: And there's this eerie silence. And then suddenly you see beaming red eyes on your left and then another pair on your right and then another pair ahead of you until there's about 10 pairs of beaming red eyes coming from the shadowy wall. And then stepping forward are dire wolves that are cloaked in pure shadow and their eyes are red like blood they slowly start approaching their teeth gnarling their growls sound almost enhanced by darkness death hey, Ben Ben what do we do
1: wait until you get a clear shot aim for the hand
0: and this, you and these uh, 20 other men and women are there with your crossbows, and some of them have swords. And then one of the wolves just slowly walks up, and it just... And then suddenly the wolf just leaps high up in the air And then lands down onto something. Everybody shoots their crossbows And uh, starts trying to attack it um, the, the bullets just fly into it Its body moves back and forth But then it lands on top of uh, one of your comrades And then just starts ripping into them As the other wolves start scurrying towards you What
1: do you do? I'll just start taking aim and firing at the nearest thing.
0: Yeah, you start firing, suddenly it's just <coughs> carnage. These wolves just start descending upon the camp. Um, pe- people are, uh, are shooting their crossbows, they're trying to use swords to fight them. Um, two of the wolves are actually taken out as they're stabbed enough and killed. One of them gets decapitated, but your men are falling like flies extremely quickly from this attack and all these wolves. And you start being pushed back As you're shooting and attacking them One wolf then uh, uh, Slowly starts running at you uh, And leaps off of a tent And then uh, attempts to bite at you What do you do?
1: So I'll Turn and Attempt to shoot it in the head Or something along those lines
0: Yeah, I'll just say you you shoot it uh, In in, in the side of its mouth (laughs) But then it's still Uh moves forward and it gets a a small bite on your arm. You're in excruciating pain, but it's now like holding your arm like
1: What do you do? Oh yeah, I'll drop my gun, I guess, and kind of like just start punching it in the head. And
0: it's it's eating your other arm. Suddenly you realize your arm blade is inside of its mouth. So uh, the, the will sort my arm sort of thing in a way to activate the blade. Yeah, you activate the blade. <gasps> and then the wolf just, like, sort of falls over. And you hear... As as the death of that one makes more of them start descending upon you. You just sort of uh, pick up your, your, your gun, and all you start thinking about is, holy fuck, we're all
1: going to die. What do you do? So basically, I'll have a gun in one hand, and my... Injured, like, wrist blade hand. Yeah. And I'll uh, go towards... Uh, I guess I'll,
0: I'm going to look for Will and yeah. Marion. You start running through the camp. At this point, just uh, uh, through the fighting and everything, the encampment starts lighting on fire. But the fire is not it's not this color. As it burns, it, it burns a very, very bright yellow. As if the... Um, the flames are putrid, and this, they give off a horrible, disgusting smell, as if normal fire cannot exist here. Instead, it's this dark, deathly, sickly fire. And you start making your way through the camp towards where Miriam, Reggie, and Will are, and you'd see Reggie there ahead of you, and he slices into a, uh, a wolf and kills it. Oh.
1: I got one. There's, there's too many of them, though. What are we gonna do? Just do whatever you can. Just grab this. Uh,
0: I don't know. Uh, and Re- Reggie is standing outside of your, uh, outside of your tent, where Miriam and Will are. They're inside.
1: Go to them. Go to them. I'll, I'll protect the entrance. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, uh thank you, Reggie. I appreciate this, man. He'll go inside
0: Yeah, and when you go inside uh, You see Miriam is there And she's just gathering up everything Throwing them into bags And you see Will, he's just like Mom, Mom, I'm scared, I'm scared They're gonna get us we just stay in here And she's just like Will, Will, it's all gonna be fine It's all gonna be fine She's packing up everything Throwing it in and Then she just like zips up the bag And grabs his hand Ben, we gotta go
1: there's no time for any of that We gotta go now And you know, they just kind of like Grab their Hand and like Kind of like Force them out of the tent
0: Yep And then uh, As soon as you get out of the tent Reggie's there As well
1: Reggie we gotta get the fuck out of here <coughs> <coughs> We'll just look for an opening Yep yeah.
0: And you see an opening And you start running Uh Towards it Yeah.
2: Let's go, Hur- hurry, hurry, let's go <laughs> And
0: you, uh, Reggie, you start cutting through Reggie is a stormglaive Stormglaives are actually extremely skilled uh, guardsmen and stuff But um, he was disarmed w- with a blade So he is able to kill uh, a few of these uh, wolves along the way uh, Along with you, even uh, Miriam takes out her blade When one tries to go for Will, who's just screaming He's like, ah! And then Miriam just like, cuts into him Get away from my boy! And then uh, you're, you're all just sort of fighting your way through the encampment at this point. Um, plumes of yellow smoke, absolute uh, flame, and, and then black, blackened smoke everywhere. And um, you all just want to vomit. Your eyes are stinging from the uh, from the deathly smell and the the uh, the, the aura of the area. Um, and then you see Jackie ahead of you, and uh, he's he's just sort of. At, Uh, between two two tents and he he reaches out and he's just like this way this way and then uh, as we're headed towards it suddenly you just see a large clawed blackened arm reach up and crush Jackie Jackie is crushed by a giant blackened claw of a huge creature. His body is crushed down on the ground. The claws seem to be coming down through the middle of his spine. So he's now on the ground split in half and he just goes... and then spits up blood at you as then he's dragged out. And then you just see as he's being dragged into the shadow, his skin starts to melt until he's just screaming. And then he just becomes complete dust into a yellowed soul that then flies out and spins into the shadow. Holy shit. And ahead of you now is a huge wolf-type creature, bigger than all the others. Burning yellow eyes. Teeth that drip with yellow putrid poison. Its claws seem to have energy that crackles around them as it steps forward. It's just like a huge wolf looking down upon you.
1: I'll just kind of like nudge everybody like go. Go, 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 go!
0: <clears throat> and then it just looks Red. up and it seems to be looking all around the camp and isn't looking directly at you. Miriam's looking around and she sees some barrels off to the side. Come, well, let's go! And she sort of runs over to the
1: barrels and just hides behind them. I'm also going to try and hide. Okay. Roll stealth check. What, uh, Reggie, what are you going to do?
2: Reggie is too terrified to move. He's he's glued <laughs> to the ground. He's just trembling and looking up,
0: shaking. Yeah, the, the, the giant wolf then slowly opens up its mouth. And you'd see suddenly, as all around the encampment, any person who had died, it seems like their very souls are ripped out of their bodies into this yellowy, misty energy. You hear their wailing cries as they fly up into the air and fly into the mouth of this beast that just seems to be the embodiment of this shadowy presence. And then it looks down And looks down at you, Reggie. His huge snout. As it sniffs you. 21 on myself. Yeah. It's staring at Reggie right now. Then you. Reggie's just trembling, like. (laughs)
2: And then you hear. (sighs) And as soon as Reggie hears that, he's just gonna drop. Everything he's holding and, and then run just, and then in the opposite it direction. It
0: immediately runs after you, this large, grinning, teaky smile, and then it crushes a tent next to you, it crushes the ground next to you. You, Reggie, you flip and you fall and you tumble down to the ground, and then it's now lurching over you.
2: <sighs> I, 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 I pray I pray to you oh looks out the tempest cannot hear you okay. tempest tempest protect me tempest <laughs>
0: And you just see him. He just grabs Reggie between his teeth and then starts moving back and forth. Reggie's body just starts tearing into pieces as he screams. You just he just dissolves slowly into this yellow energy that's just mauled into the mouth of this giant wolf. Good luck. <laughs> think this is going to end so... It turns and looks towards you Ben. Ben you seem to be the only one that's alive left in the camp. Well except for Miriam and Will who uh, seem to have rolled a nat 20 on their stealth checks because they're not noticed just yet. (sighs) So
1: I'm going to uh, look over to Miriam and say try to run I want to distract it and then I'm gonna gonna run at the beast and yeah. try and slice at you it you start
0: running its gaze just sort of turns the beaming yellow eyes glaring directly at you it turns its whole body you start running and then it just lets out a loud <laughs> roar the sound waves themselves just knocking you back as you tumble back to the ground
1: I'm just basically trying to give them time so that they can, like, run away or, like...
0: Yeah, Miriam
1: starts
0: running from the barrel she's at over to the side of a tent, still not seen. Um, And they just start slowly creeping away, but she keeps looking back at you, and she's really unsure. And then suddenly your arm is ripped off as it bites deep into your arm and across your chest. Nowadays, and your gun and your arm just fly off to the side and tumble, and then it just bats at you with its claw. Your bo- body broken, starts rolling across the ground, smashing into a, 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 a what was a campfire before.
1: Also, like while this is happening, I'll still uh, look to make sure like Marian is like. Uh,
0: uh.
2: Go! No. Go! No. Go!
0: And the wolf just slowly walks up towards you. And as it just stares at you, and then its claw comes down and rips off your leg. It seems to sniff again, and then the wolf opens up its mouth and you'd feel as if your very soul is about slowly trying to be ripped out of your body but you think about Miriam and you think about Will and you're just able to hold on to that hope and your soul's not absorbed
2: (sighs)
1: He won't answer. He'll just kind (laughs) of. and smile to himself and just not even like. He's like accepting his fate.
0: Yes. Attachment. You see him sniff. looks over and he's now looking at Miriam and Will. Let us kill Hope. Miriam takes out her sword as suddenly the wolf starts running towards her. No! I'll
1: uh with my remaining arm grab my pistol and like take a shot at him. Yeah. You take a
0: shot and (laughs) into the side of its face. And you just see it just seems to pierce what looks like ethereal shadow and there is now a hole in the side of his face that just slowly mends with the shadow again and heals. He looks back at you. And you see Miriam there and she's shaking as she's holding
1: Will. And then he goes... I'm going to start like crawling, like like losing sight of what's going on, just trying to make my way there. You start slowly crawling up.
0: Fear. Then he sifts towards you as you're crawling. Oh. And then you just see him deep down turn and then start just mawing at them both. You don't see the bloodshed directly, but you hear their horrible screams. And then when the deed is done, He turns towards you. You hold
2: on. I have killed your hope.
3: You will now die.
0: Opens up his mouth, as you see what looks like thousands and thousands of crying souls make up the inside of its mouth into its body. You can die now and join them.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not even interested in what he's saying. I'm just I'm looking for them. Really, like, I'm trying to get this to whole that, time regardless. while he's talking,
0: you're just slowly crawling until you put a hand down yeah. on what feels like um, a hat.
1: And I'll, I'll grab that and clench it with like everything I have,
0: yeah. And you hold on to that hat with everything you have. <clears throat> And then you feel excruciating pain as he rips into the back of your head and seems to rip down your back very very slowly you are mutilated you look like nothing more than a torn apart uh, a piece of meat at this point as you let out a horrible scream You feel yourself floating in darkness, Ben. There's no light. And while you're floating in this darkness, you just sort of feel the waves. You feel like you're floating in the ocean. You don't have any care. You don't have any attachments. It's just the ocean. You're at the mercy of the ocean. You could just let go And just Let the waves take you
1: I'm gonna get out of the water (laughs) So
0: As the waves are crashing and moving around you You would Suddenly get this feeling This grit This no And you start fighting it and fighting it, and then you start trying to move your legs in the water, and fighting against it, till eventually you touch what seems like hard rock as your hand reaches forward. <sighs> We're going to cut to the camp now. The next day, several um, uh, pillagers traveling. People who, looters, who pick apart at camps that might have been attacked during the Blood Moon are just sort of poking through your camp. There's about a dozen of them. These are just nomads who walk around. They're just scavenging. You're all dead and you won't need your things. The encampment is just simmering with smoke from whatever happened the night before. The dark shadow is gone. The wolf is gone. The bodies are being piled up into a pyre and one person in particular walks forward he's wearing uh, ruby red goggles his, his flesh seems mired and very uh, grayish almost and um, he wears a large trench coat with a, with a sort of broken top hat on his head and he's walking with what seems to be some sort of mechanical assistant that's shaped like a spider next to him and as he's walking, he's just pointing at things and he's running through and then he hands it to his mechanical assistant who grabs the items and puts them into a, into a pail that's on the back. He's just taking things of value. And as he's going through one of these piles, suddenly a hand reaches out and grabs his wrist. <gasps> and it's you. <laughs> It'd be weird if it wasn't. It's Tyrannus. <laughs> Ben, help me!
1: How did I get here?
0: He seems a little bit startled at first. He's like, oh. and then he tries to pull away, but you just you yank on him again. Oh. Oh. He just pulls it out, and you—half you, of your head is gone. Your 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 skull is shattered on top. Your body is broken. There's just blood everywhere. You're completely pale and blue from bruising and just mutilation. And you're grabbing onto his arm. I'll
1: just like, I imagine like pull him close. Like, pops, pops, the blood moon, and they just kind of like pass out. I guess because he's so like really fucked up. And this, he feels like pops set him up on the blood moon. Is more or less what you say.
0: Yeah. He uh he looks down at you. On. Un- just coldly this uh this figure and then you you sort of let go of your grip and he looks around (sighs) and then he picks you up and throws you into uh onto the back of this sort of mechanical spider that's uh walking around with him and uh he proceeds forward you return to that darkness but then you wake up again you're in some sort of lab you have no idea how much time has passed you're, you're just in and out of it your eyes are blurry and you're, you're in just so much pain all throughout your body and that figure who grabbed you who you grabbed onto before is in front of you and he seems to be at a work table just like um, using Tinkerer's tools on some sort of object and then he walks up to you now this is gonna hurt boy and he's bringing an object up to your head what do you do i wouldn't even fight it yeah and then he something latches to the side of your head and then you just go into excruciating pain
1: at this point he's like barely clinging to life yeah he's like yeah. Not in a good head state, exactly, so... Yeah. Just fuck it. Do and it.
0: And you pass out again. And then there's another unknown length of time in between that and waking up again as he's standing in front of you on a chair. And you just slowly sort of wake up. You're not in as much pain as you were last time. You still have pain everywhere, but... You just sort of wake up and you see this man sitting in front of you on a, on a chair. Are you awake? Where am I? Uh. The robot assistant sort of walks up beside him and uh, slowly starts to just poke and prod at the top of your head and you just see see things are being whirling gears and things are being zapped on top of your head a little bit to the left suddenly your eyes as it does that your eyes become more clear and you're able to see more clearly there we go how many fingers am I holding up four well close enough I saw this many. Boy, what is your name?
1: Uh, um, Ben Grimshaw. Uh, uh what, what, what's going on?
0: Well, Ben, there's no easy way to tell you this, but, um, seems the reaper took you and your friends and you all were killed during the blood moon probably by a pack of wolves or vampires or some other creature of the night and you were for all intents and purposes dead and you're the only survivor now I've uh I was able to I was able to bring you back What what do you mean Bring me back Well Just uh Calm down You start to get a little bit panicked now It's okay Now just calm down It's okay Now Uh, I'll We'll get to that Um there's a, there's something that you need to know. You've been here for a while now. This didn't come easy. Keeping you alive and getting the parts I needed to fix
1: you up. He, How long has it been?
0: He looks over... <coughs> It's been five years. Five years? You start panicking, and then suddenly you hear something sparking at the top of your head, your body. You start noticing your more physical form. You realize you can't move your arms. You can't move your legs. And you sort of get angry a little bit for reasons you can't know. I've been here for five years
1: Now kind of shake
0: and try to Calm down like, boy Calm down
1: What are you doing to me? Let me go
0: This is this is for the best Okay these things They take a while This has only ever worked
1: on one other person So I just kind of like Look around like doing. it. Exactly you're, tr- you're
0: trying you can only move your head <clears throat> So far back and forth you can't really see What the hell's going on He's like hold on calm down Why can't I move? Who are you? My name is Jebediah Castwater. And I'm no one. But you, you're going to be someone, Benjamin Grimshaw. This is going to be shocking, boy, and it's going to be painful to see, but... I think uh, this is the first step to getting you in the direction you need to go. And he just presses a button, and you feel your body turn, and you turn towards a mirror. And what you see is just a piece of your face with your metal head, your torso, just hanging on what looks like, um, like wires coming out of the ceiling. All over your body And your one leg is there And then your one arm is there But most of your body is all hooked up To this giant weird machine That you've never seen before And
1: it looks horrific I imagine it's like A real like Robocop moment like. Yeah it is, that's exactly what it is <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah
1: That's exactly what a picture Like Robocop like. So
0: you, you turn and you see that And Jebediah Castwater stands beside you As you look at yourself
1: No What have you done? No No And then
0: we cut back to the tent As you're staring down at those scars in your hand Your metal hand starts shaking and zapping from your emotions And you just sort of grab your hand And then you look down at that uh, At that syringe again the glowing moon dust inside you know the blood moon is coming you know what you must do
1: so almost with a uh, sense of reassurement I will uh, kind of stir myself up and press the needle to my skin
0: and you do so and you just and you feel pain but you felt pain before you felt the worst pain anybody could ever feel and the injection goes into your skin suddenly it leaves these blackened marks this that move this is not how somebody normally would have this happen to them whatever you put into this concoction it's never been tested before either as you as these veins start growing around from where you injected it the veins then start to glow and pulsate white like the moon as they move up your body and then around your neck and then you suddenly find it hard to breathe as your body starts to shake and move, you start grunting. You just, you're in so much pain. And then your body starts to contort the parts that are not metal anyways. As your nails on your hand start to grow into claws, uh, fur starts growing up your arm and on your body as your neck cracks and elongates as a snout starts to grow you knock over uh, uh, one of the candles and it just smashes on the ground and uh, there's just darkness in your tent and as you're transforming those manacles that are on your arm one of them clenches down and a magnet activates and your one arm flies against your table to try to keep you there the other one malfunctions you only rolled a nine and the manacle falls off and then as you're transforming your eyes start to slowly turn red and then you you're able to just break the other manacle with your claws (laughs) and suddenly you you step out of your your tent and you let out a mighty howl to the moon I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode don't forget to follow us on everything at Stubborn Heroes and to go, don't forget to go to StubbornHeroes.com for everything and uh, yeah so that was the part one of the origins for uh, Benjamin Grimstron. and until next time bye bye, bye. Okay. I
1: came from the moon desert on my I'm yeah. yeah.